Greetings. My name is Linda Talaferro, and this is the Being Brown at Work podcast. I help Black and Brown female professionals confidently and expertly navigate the corporate world so that they can reach new career heights and establish their seat at the table. So whether you're kicking off a new career, leaning in a new direction, or looking to climb the corporate ladder within your current job, I'm here to propel your career forward by giving you an insider's look at cultivating an executive mindset, creating leadership opportunities, establishing an executive presence, and more. So join me every week as I guide you towards becoming a leader in the corporate world and show you how to step into your true power and potential. Greetings, greetings, everyone. It is Linda Talaferro from Being Brown at Work Live. Okay, you know what? I don't even think I'm going to say what I usually say. I'm just going to say it. It is my favorite time of the week. It's what I say every Tuesday. You guys know this. It's what I say every Tuesday because it truly, truly is. And this particular session, this particular live, several of you have sent messages to me after the November session we had with this fantastic, phenomenal woman to do some follow-up. And that's why we have a part two today. So let me remind you, you back in, in November, we talked about how to command a higher salary. And Claudia Miller, who is an expert in this space, talked about understanding what the market value is and how you should be paid what the market is paying. And so what we want to follow up tonight with is a mindset shift, because as women of color, we sometimes are reluctant, are reticent. We want to kind of not talk about the salary. We want to be, you know, we were reared and raised to be grateful for the job. And, you know, you don't buck things, you don't push back. And it's really just, it's different than that, right? It's a mindset shift. So that's what we're going to talk about in this session of Being Brown at Work Live. Let me remind you who Claudia Miller is. Claudia helps career-driven women to get to the next level in their career. She's helped clients get up to $100,000 in salary increases, as well as flurries of emails from headhunters at big-name companies like Google, Facebook, in the video. Her workplace expertise has been featured in Forbes, MSNBC, and Thrive Global. Last year, Business Insider put her in the global list of top 23 most innovative career coaches. And she was gracious enough to agree to come back for a part two conversation. Claudia, welcome back to Being Brown at Work Live. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here, Linda. I, you know, I love talking about Saturday negotiation and earning more, and especially being International Women's Day today. I'm super excited yes. to be here for you to have me on the show. Yes, yes, yes. Happy, happy, happy International Women's Day. And for all of you out there, happy International Women's Day to you as well. Thank you for joining us. 
Thank you. Thank you. So, Claudia, I mean, let's just get to it. Right. I mean, before we talked about it at more of a high level, you know, understanding what the market value offers, you gave some really good, strong tips as to how to negotiate for that market value. And you even talked a little bit back then about when you just, you know, walk away. But if we could in this session really just dive deep and let's just really hit what the challenges are as women of color, black and brown women, when it comes to talking about salary and negotiating, where do you think the root of the mindset shift lies? Well, there's a lot of misconceptions out there. And because salary negotiation is not something that we do monthly, yearly, or weekly, um, we're not very familiar with that skill set. And a lot of people, especially women and women of color, um, they probably have never even negotiated their salary at all. I've even worked with clients that are in the executive suite and they're women or VP of sales and including men as well. But they also tell me and share with me that they've never negotiated their salary. And they're kind of embarrassed, feeling shame and guilt because you know mm. they're executives or they're in a sales position. But honestly, I've seen it across the board with everyone. Most people um, are very scared around start negotiation. There's myths. And then when you bring in and dive in a little bit deeper, and if you're a person of color and specifically like women of color, there are so many kind of like beliefs around the family of we Mm. don't discuss money, like only greedy people talk about money or we keep that in the family. And there are so many beliefs around it that it's taboo to talk about how much you're earning, maybe how much you're saving and just overall. And the research even shows that a lot of married couples don't even talk about their finances, even while they're married already. So it's just around our culture and our upbringing that really sets the foundation from like, before you're even born already, your parents are probably not talking about money or negotiating salary. And And that is so true. Yeah. yeah, Claudio, that is so true. I, you know, I didn't mean to interrupt you there, but I just wish that really connected with me because I'm gonna have to be honest with you. When as you were talking, I was thinking about me growing up. I don't think I ever heard my father or my mother before they were divorced talk about salary ever. Mm-hmm. I never. I mean, I knew what they each of them did clearly, right? Because I knew my dad worked at Penn Power, the local power company in Pennsylvania, the small town I was from. And my mom was a blue collar person. She worked first at a pottery company and then a paper uh, mill, but never did they ever talk about salary. And I think the only time a dollar figure was ever mentioned, I think is when I showed them my offer letter, my first offer letter I ever got when I graduated from college, right? Which blew their mind, right? But never, and, and, and you're also right. I've also been told, be grateful, Linda, you have a job. Don't be greedy. I heard you say that, right? Don't be greedy. But that's far from the truth of the situation, right? Wouldn't you agree? Yes, definitely. And kind of like to your point too, like a similar situation. Uh, for me, for example, when I, my mom I'm a first generation immigrant. So I was born in Guatemala. My mom was a hairdresser. And, you know, when I told her, by the way, this is, I'll give a little bit of background story. At this point, I've already had my business for five, six years. I've already personally negotiated my salary multiple times at that point, every single time getting at least $30,000 in salary increases. I was already featured in Business Insider with a million views 
about how I increased my salary by 30,000 and how I helped others do the same. And some of my clients have even received $50,000 in salary increases. So you would think that you would consider me an expert since I've already helped people and I have accolades behind me. So when I told my mom, hey, I got this job offer, here's a salary. I'm very excited and I know there's still room for opportunity here, so I can't wait to negotiate. And what she told me is, don't rock the boat. Don't be greedy. Mm -hmm. They're going to pull away the offer. You don't want to risk it. Just be grateful. You got a job offer. Just take it and then move forward. This is after I've really been considered, you know, from Business Insider. And I've done it multiple times. And one thing I learned from that experience is I know my mom means well. And a lot of loved ones mean well. But they're just not the person that I would talk about start negotiation or anything. They will, right. I would just come to her at the end saying, hey, I got a job offer. The end. I would not talk about anything like that because it's just their belief in this thought process. And for me, it's she's just not able to understand at this point, right. even after right. accolades. So right. it it really comes from like the household, family members and loved ones that you know may kind of hinder you or kind of push you away from negotiating your salary. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Claudia, you know, understanding that, right. Cause we are, I think there's going to be numerous people that are listening in on this live and maybe even catch this on the replay that can connect with what you just said, or had some of the similar experiences, you know, given that, I mean, because we all respect our parents, we respect our family members, you know, I will also tell you from my experience, it was this, Oh, Linda thinks she's better than right. You know, and having to deal with that at family, family reunions or that when I show up, you know, at Christmas time, whenever it is, when I'm with, oh, she thinks she's better than, or watching what car I drive and, you know, all that ludicrous stuff, right? Mm -hmm. That just, but I say it's ludicrous, but I have to own the fact that it fed into my mindset a little bit, right? Because I wasn't raised that way. And I don't believe that I'm better than, but I, my husband's often says, you know, Linda, life choices. He often says that to our kids who are adults now, but that's true. I mean, everybody makes different life choices, uh, whether it's college, whether it's, you know, getting into the corporate gig, but it's also understanding how to negotiate, right? And what the market desires, what the market, I'm sorry, offers, and therefore what you can negotiate for. And so I say all that to say, you know, I don't want to dismiss that impact and how that fosters into a little bit of imposter syndrome. It fosters into a little bit of, oh my gosh, let me not be better than, let me not, you know, rise above, let me not, because I don't want to affect my blessings or however it is you were raised. So Claudia, when you take all of that, right, and and we recognize and know that it exists in different layers and a different levels for everyone. What would be some of the things, because I'd like to really get into action items, what our fellow Black and Brown women can do to shift their mindset? What are some of the things that you would recommend they start with as they're trying to not totally dis and disrespect that upbringing or disrespect that family dynamic or the friend dynamic, because that can happen in friends as well, Mm-hmm. But how they can handle that, that allows them to make the positive sh- mindset shift they need to for their careers. Yeah. One thing I would recommend is writing down all the beliefs they have around negotiating their salary. Mm. 
And I, you know, did a LinkedIn post about, you know, what are you scared? What scares you the most about negotiating your salary? And over 50% of like almost 50 participants said that they're scared that they might pull away the offer. And that's like, even that thought of like, Hey, they're going to pull away the offer. So therefore I should not negotiate your salary. I'm here to debunk that myth. I've spoken to various hiring managers and HR people and recruiters where it is very unlikely for someone to really pull their offer. If Mm. they do, it is a red flag from a company and you should run away as soon as possible. Because from what I've heard from them is I expect the candidate to negotiate. Like I expect them to. And sometimes that's why they don't always offer the higher end of the salary because they want to leave enough budget that if you were to negotiate, then they can say, actually, yes, we can still meet you there. Okay. 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 Time (laughs) out. I'm sorry. You have got to say that again, because I'm going to tell you, yeah, your poll is very, most people think that, that if I negotiate the, the offers off the table, did you all hear what she just said? Companies expect you to negotiate. Go ahead, Claudia. Yeah. And I mean, I've, and I've heard this from hiring managers and even in my podcast, Robert to Executive Suite, one of the executives even said what most shocks me the most about being in this role and hiring for a lot of roles is I offer them a salary and I expect to kind of have this negotiation Mm. conversation and they just don't, they just say, thank you. And then that's it. And a lot, like one thing that I've realized is, and what I've noticed is when you negotiate your salary, you come across as a confident candidate. If you can confidently negotiate in a very you know, conversational way, you're not going to be a tyrant and say, I am demanding an extra $50,000. It's not like that. It's a conversation with a human being. But when it's done the right way, it come across as confident. Now, as a company, I feel like I can trust you, Linda, in negotiating in our behalf, representing our company, because you did such a great job doing it for yourself. Mm. And it's like a confidence trigger where all of a sudden you're elevated and then it shows your leadership and your negotiation skills, especially if your role is around sales and contract negotiation or anything negotiation related. You want to be able to show that in real time, because I've actually heard this from some of the clients that I've had where they told them, Actually, I'm glad that you negotiate your salary because I would be a little concerned if you didn't, especially in the role that we're about to bring you in. And I'm so excited that you negotiate your salary. Wow. Wow. Claudia, that's everything. And I will tell you, early in my career, I didn't know this, right? This stuff, if you're listening and especially well, wherever you are in your career, it doesn't matter. This is so extremely important. And what I'd like to get into, Claudia, is negotiations don't just stop at salary alone, do they? No, not at all. That's just the beginning. Mm. Yes, <laughs> yes. Share more. Share more. So when we talk about or, you know, this whole conversation about salary negotiation, I mean, there's so much more to negotiation. It's not just your salary. And, you know, maybe you're thinking, well, I work at a non-for-profit or I work at a very smaller organization or my role is really based off of grants um, where it's very limited. There are other benefits you can negotiate. And I actually have like a list of 36 other benefits that you can bake in into your offer where it could be equity. I actually just had a client tell me, you know what, Um, I'm so excited that you showed me how to negotiate because they can only meet me so much for my salary I was requesting, but they made the difference with equity. And, you know, if it's a really good company, sometimes equity is worth more than the salary. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. 
<laughs> Your girl knows that right here. Let me tell y'all, it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is. So, yes, yes, yes. So like there's other strategies depending and it's all, you know, tailored. It should be tailored to the person because everyone has different interests. I had yes. another client who really wanted to get her Black Belt Lean Six Sigma certification at this specific institution. It's a $10,000. That's how much it costs for the program. They could not meet her to the top number of her salary she was requesting, but because she had a plan in place, she said, well, you know what? Well, I, could I get a $10,000 professional stipend because I want to get the certification? The company said, I, absolutely, you can definitely get that. Now with that, we want you to stay at our company for at least three years, but we're more than happy to pay for that professional development. And they get yes. to benefit from that. And it shows yes. that they're they're looking for growth. They're looking for more opportunities to be challenged. And of course, the yes. company gets to benefit from that. So it's a win-win scenario from across the board. Oh my God. Those are great examples, Claudia. Awesome examples. I also know, I mean, the Six Sigmas, I love that example. Your education, if you're looking for a grad degree, you know, Ooh. that could be something that could be something that could be talked about. Again, you commit, you'd have to commit because I know when, when I got my MBA, the company paid for it. I had to commit to three years to stay there after I finished my degree but it, it was a win-win for them, right? Yeah. To your point. So this is what's so invaluable about this conversation, because I think sometimes we limit our scope. We limit our view. We think it's just the salary that every two weeks or the 15th and the 30th, that that's what we're talking about, right? No, it's much broader than that. I mean, it, some people might think it's simple, but it's even vacation days. I mean, mm -hmm. I have part of my negotiation has been, you know, I've had a list and we've gone down. And I said, OK, you only offer two weeks or you only for three. I want four. Right. Or I want five. I mean, it, there's every aspect of the offer right of the package. Wouldn't you agree, Claudia? Yeah. And I one thing I've also had um, that you can add to the list is bumping up your performance review. It doesn't have to be annually. Do it every six months, and then you can get promotions and bonuses every six months if you negotiate it into your contract. And all right, so look, look, okay, look, <laughs> I just need y'all to know, Claudia is dropping some gems here. Okay, these are gems. These are things that most of us don't think about, but this stuff is truly exists and happens when we negotiate packages, right? Claudia, I'll share more on that. Yeah. And, you know, because we are an employee driven market. So if you've been contemplating or thinking about it, this is the perfect time to either look for opportunities inside and outside the company, especially if you're an individual contributor and you've been in your role for more than three years. Um, I highly recommend for you to look at other opportunities. But another thing that's been very popular, especially right now in the past year or so have been retention bonuses. And what that means is we'll pay you a bonus if you just stay at the company. <laughs> like since there's the whole, you know, the great resignation, people are leaving. They're literally offering a bonus saying, Linda, uh, we'll pay you this salary. We'll pay all these other bonuses and you get all these other benefits. But if you stay with us for a year, you don't leave us. We'll even add in additional bonus for you. <laughs> Absolutely, Claudia. And that is true. I'm telling you out, everyone, please, if you're listening to this, she, I said it already, I'm going to say it again. She's dropping gems, but here's someone who has done exactly what she's talking about 
for my team members. The mid-year review, the promotions mid-year, some of the companies even have these awards that they give for performance. You know, might be called a CEO award. It might be called something else. So don't limit yourself. This is why it's so important for you to completely know what exists, what is possible in your workplace. Don't just take for granted that you know, ask questions, talk to the vets, mingle. That's what relationships are all about too. So you really get to know how things get done because what she is sharing with you, I'm telling you, it happens. It happens. It exists. It exists. And those are the things that you want to set yourself up for so that you are extremely successful. Because when we look at our career, some of us tend to say, oh my gosh, I worked hard. I was this, I was that. And yeah, you know, I got the salary at the beginning of the job and okay, but be paid intentionally and be really intentional about going for everything that's available to you. A lot of times we do not allow ourselves to understand what's available to us. And there is so much. There's so much. So, Claudia, you shared uh, negotiating beyond the actual 15 to 30th, you know, that every two weeks pay point. Uh, some of the other stuff to ask for the mid-year performance review, which I love. And the last nugget you just gave us as well is uh, Barbara Baker is joining us. She said, this is good stuff. Yes, it is, Barbara. It's good stuff. It is really good stuff. What else would you would you recommend to those that are listening? Yeah. And one thing I want to note is this is not something that's only available to seasoned professionals or people with experience. I've seen it for entry-level positions students just graduating from college and then getting job offers and still getting a retention bonus. And this is different from a sign-on bonus, which is an additional perk that you can negotiate um, that can be very common. So if they may not meet you at your salary you're looking for, but they might say, we can make the difference through a sign-on bonus because that may be something that they can continue doing moving forward for the next two to three years. It might just be for that specific time frame, but you can negotiate daycare expenses sometimes. And you got to remember, Companies sometimes are able to do and meet all some of these benefits because it comes in as a expense for them. So it's a tax write-off. So it may be no, it might not be part of the additional salary, but that's less money that's coming out of your pocket instead coming from the company's pocket. And like I said, it's a tax write-off for them. So they're more than happy to do that. More than happy. And let's talk a little bit about sign-on bonuses, because I will tell you, even with some of my clients, that's not something that immediately hits their mind is a sign-on bonus. I'm going to tell you, I've been a benefit of several sign-on bonuses. And there's a lot of nice. Yes, (laughs) it is. They're pretty nice, right? Yeah. Okay. Is it it not part of my salary long-term? Does it not go to my company? No. But, but, but if you're wise with that lump sum of money, it can have a long-term effect. And so I want you guys to hear this. You know, it is not uncommon. She just, Claudia just said it and she's got more expertise than I do in these negotiations. Those lump sums, and I'm talking about four figure or even more lump sums. I've seen 20,000 sign-on bonuses. Yes. And I have been the beneficiary of a $25,000 sign-on bonus. So I know, and it was just for me to sign my name and I got it 30 days after being there. Right. And it comes in, you know, just like my direct deposit came for my paycheck. 
that 25 grand showed up, right? So those are things that I need all of you to know that are available to you and that you need to standing for yourself in your full authenticity, value, work, everything that you need to tell yourself in the mirror, you stand in that, right? We're negotiating in this. And Claudia, I love what you just said too. This is not necessarily for these vets like myself, right? Or like you. People coming out of college or you in the workplace, two to three years, there's no difference for you. I love that you just said that. Love. So, Claudia, as we start to kind of wrap up this session, which has been, mm-hmm. see, this is why I have to have phenomenal women like this, like Claudia Miller back for part twos. And, <laughs> you know, because they have so much depth of knowledge and experience helping us move the needle for women who look like us, you know, it's extremely important. So please, you know, before we wrap this up and Claudia gives, you know, her, her final comments, you know, please follow her. Please reach out to her. She is on IG. She's on LinkedIn. You know, she has a website. She has a podcast herself. And Claudio, you share us more in your closing comments about your podcast so we can be listening in. You know, if you have any comments or questions, don't hesitate to share them. I will reach out. She will reach out. And if you're in a position right now, where you're either in the midst of a negotiation or you see one coming up for you in the future, I highly recommend that you reach engage with Claudia Miller. She will make the difference in your life that is get long-term impactful effect, right? I mean, it's just, we do a salary negotiation. It is not just for that point in time. It can have long-term lasting effect for your financial freedom. I mean, that's really what it's about. It's about wealth generation for us as black and brown women. It's about financial history. It's about putting us in the right position for us to be successful holistically for ourselves, family. And that's what this young woman does when she helps you negotiate your salary. So please don't hesitate after, if you're listening to this on my podcast, you have any comments, share them. So Claudia, I'm going to give you the last few minutes to close us up. Please share with us about your podcast and any other steps, nuggets of wisdom you want to share with the audience. Yeah. One, uh, one final nugget I really want to make sure that I share with everyone is if you're a woman of color. So if you're African-American on average, you get paid around 64 cents on the dollar. And if you're a Latina Hispanic woman, it's around 56 cents on the dollar. So if you've never negotiated, a rule of thumb is bake in that difference into your salary. So if you're Latina, ask for double. That's probably where you're getting paid at that part. And if you're African-American, add 40% on top of that. That's just probably, and I bet you anything, you're still being underpaid. That's been my experience. But if you want like a quick rule of thumb, never negotiate it, not sure what to ask for, Bake that in into what you're requesting your salary is. So especially since, like I said, we don't get paid equal fair wages in comparison to our white male counterparts. And don't base off your salary based on how much you're currently making. It honestly has no, it, it has no say in it. Charge what the market rate is charging at this point. If you, I just had a client that was making $65,000 as a data analyst. Didn't even, at this point, he has like different things going on in his life. So he asked, for, he went and got a lateral role, got paid $130,000. Same role from 65 to 130 because that's what the market rate is at this point. 
Okay, I that just what, what? <laughs> <laughs> see see the difference, everyone. See that's why you have to know what the market rate is. Mm-hmm. That's what you have to know, and this is the stuff that the Claudia Millers can show you, teach you, help you, instruct you. That was phenomenal. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. He's probably still tripping. <laughs> what? Yeah. what? Yeah. But I, I love the fact that you, you know, told us to, yes, Latino women, my Latina sisters, double that. You know, don't a lot of us, I mean, we do look at what we yeah. have right now. It's like, oh, if I get five thousand more, if I get ten thousand more, you know, that'd be great. Uh no. Because like like Claudia said, we're already underpaid. Mm-hmm. Already. And, and and fabulous point you made, Claudia. Even if we double it, even if we add 40%, we're still underpaid. I know I was. Mm-hmm. And when I found out that I already knew it, but when I got it valid, when I got it verified, then I went and held them accountable to make the difference. And 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 I and keep in mind, like she taught us, not just in my base, I did it in my bonus structure, I did it in my stock structure, I did it in every aspect of my compensation. So that is why this type of session, this type of time that I spent with, I've been blessed to in the network that has this knowledge and information. That's why it's so important that we share it. That's why it's so, we all, I want everybody to eat. I want everybody to win. I want everybody to be successful. And that's why it's so, and I mean, when I say successful, I mean, holistically, not just hitting those goals, you know, that you did this and that and met that goal at your company, but that you're doing the stuff for you and your family. That's why this is so very important. Claudia, I cannot express in words how much I appreciate you coming back for a part two and being Brown at Work Live, invaluable, invaluable nuggets of wisdom that you've shared uh, would you share with us your podcast? What's the name of your podcast? Yeah, it's called Roadmap to the Executive Suite. So it talks about how to meet the ambitious woman where they are currently in their career and helping them get to the next level, even if they want to get to all the way to the executive suite and want to be um, an executive. I love it. I love it. And, you know, if you, you have not listened to her podcast, Roadmap to the Executive Suite, you have to subscribe yesterday. You've got to start watching her, listening to her, and reaching out to her if you need some assistance in negotiating for the market value for your role that you should have been paid at yesterday. <laughs> okay. Claudia, thank you again so much. It was an honor to have you back. Thanks, Linda. Thanks for having me. And let us know what you love the most about this session because we want to hear all about it. Yes, yes, yes. Please do. Put it in the comments and the notes. Take care. Until next time. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, I have so much more to offer you. Book a complimentary call with me at lindatalaferro.com slash free consultation so you can start unapologetically achieving your own professional goals as a woman of color and establish a presence as more than just an employee. Let's go deeper, reach your professional goals and apply this life-changing work to your career and beyond so you can rock your corporate game and get that seat at the table.